Welcome to Classic Reviews, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for reviewing classic television shows, video games and films. I'm your host Matthew and this is for Season 4, Episode 10, the season finale for Season 4 for Classic Reviews, the Jim Carrey season. Season 4, Episode 10 for me, myself and Irene. Uh, Let's read a little bit about this film and then we'll talk about it a bit more after that. Me, myself and Irene is a 2000 American black comedy film directed by the... Farley Brothers uh, and starring Jim Carrey, Renee Zellweger, Chris Copper, Robert Forster, rest in peace, uh, Richard Jenkins, Daniel Green, Anthony Johnson, Gerard Mixon and Mongo Brownlee co-star. The film is about a Rhode Island state trooper named Charlie who after years of continuously continuously suppressing his rage and feelings suffers a psychotic uh, breakdown that results in a second personality called Hank. Uh, This was also Kerry's first role in a 20th century Fox film. Uh, Also this is the Farley Brothers second film with Jim Carrey the first um, since Dumb and Dumber was released in 1994 which I covered earlier this season. So, um, I like this film. I don't love this film. I think that this is a good Jim Carrey film. Um, I think he's had better characters to work with in the past. Um, I think that about half of this film I liked. Half of it, half of it I liked. Um, round about half of it I sort of had mixed feelings on and there was other portions where I couldn't really get into it so um if that makes any sort of sense um but it's a it's a good jim carrey film um i think this film misses a little bit the opportunity to express the comedic mannerisms that jim carrey is able to perform the ones i've talked about uh so many times already in this classic review season there's just no, there's really none of that silly comedy in here from him and uh, I feel like that I don't feel like that's got anything to do with Jim I think Jim's performance here as both um Charlie and Hank the uh dual personalities uh or the, the two personalities that he's got here um I think are quite good um his 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 uh, actual performance of those characters is is pretty good um but the, those two characters maybe um Hank the more aggressive the more aggressive personality um the one who's not as afraid or whatever um that side of him brings that out a bit more where i really feel like the um comedic mannerisms that jim carrey is able to deliver the sort of sillier funnier comedy is in the last 20 to 30 minutes where the two person he switches between the two personalities quite quickly and they end up basically fighting each other i thought those were uh, some of the best scenes in this film, to be honest. Um, I think this film struggles a little bit, or quite a lot, actually, in terms of the film is too long, I think. I think you could have taken... I think overall, what I've kind of realised from Jim Carrey films, I think 90 minutes is a really good length for him, for his um, you know, his comedic kind of mannerisms, depending on what character he's playing and that sort of thing. An hour 40 you can kind of do, but this film is about an hour 56, roughly, Um minutes and i looked at that as i went to press play and i thought like okay is this is this idea going to be able to sustain itself for two hours and it it doesn't not sustain itself but it doesn't sustain itself for the entire runtime um i think the film struggles in terms of some pacing issues i think the film struggles in terms of a little bit with structure 
it doesn't feel like it's quite sure what it wants to do at certain points the the film um and i think if if you took some of that stuff out and you cut down the runtime by at, le- at least 20 minutes if not maybe 30 minutes um and just just lean in even more with the dual personality stuff i feel like the dual personality sort of thing that was going on really kicked into gear in those last 20 to 30 minutes so if you'd have taken more of what you've done there and spread it around the film cut the film down by about 20 30 minutes that would have helped with the pacing that would have helped with the runtime i think you'd end up with a better film that's just my opinion of course uh, some people might think differently some people might have wanted this to be two and a half hours i don't know but uh that's just sort of my uh, my overall thoughts uh let's click on box office information here um the film opened at number one on the weekend of June the 23rd, 2000, making US dollars uh, 2.42 million in its opening weekend. The film earned 90 million, 90, $90,570,999 dollars uh, in the United States and a further 58, uh, 58.7 million internationally for a worldwide for a worldwide total of 149 million. Two thousand seven hundred nine hundred ninety nine. Um, so two one hundred one hundred forty nine million two hundred seventy thousand nine hundred ninety nine. It's very difficult to say numbers like that sometimes. Um, so yeah, made its money back really well, which which did it, it did really well. I don't think any of these films so far that I've selected did badly at the box office necessarily. Of course, you know, different studios have different goals for how much they want want their films to earn. But you know, if you earn your money back and then you earn some. Uh, profit on top of that you've pretty much you know you've, you've you've done a good job at the end of the day sometimes that isn't always enough to earn things like sequels and whatnot but obviously this film doesn't really need uh, a sort of sequel per se so uh let's go on to critical response uh review website rotten tomatoes gave the film score a score of 47 percent, which is really low again uh because i talked about that with um Ace Ventura was, I think it was Ace Ventura last week's episode, uh, based on 99 reviews and an average rating of 5.4 out of 10. I think that's that's a bit low. Uh, with the consensus that while Carrie's um, Jim Carrey's comedic skills and some laughs, me and myself and Irene uh, sports a tired, unsatisfying plot. I kind of agree with that. I think the plot and the pacing and the runtime lets it down. Um, online review aggregate Metacritic uh, states the film has a score of 49 out of a possible 100 based on 39 reviews, indicating mixed or average reviews. Of course, that's just critical consensus and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, I do actually kind of agree with that. Um, Jim Carrey does do a very, very good job in this performance, but it's, like I said, it's the plot that doesn't really... The, pl- the plot itself, I don't really think, earns that, earn, earns that runtime, let alone everything else that's kind of going on in, in the film um but uh overall i'm i'm not disappointed i am i'll say happy with the film hey guys what's up this is donnie and i host the adulting with donnie podcast and this is not the show to listen to if you're trying to be a better adult i started this podcast as a way to offload some thoughts uh, that i have throughout the week my topics vary widely every week movies i've seen guns and gun control Sex, people that are stupid, why I don't care about celebrity opinions, TV shows, snowmobiling. The list goes on and on. I'm always taking topic suggestions from fans of the show, too. So join me each week on Adulting with Donnie as I pour some bourbon and allow you to see the inner workings of the mind of a madman. Live free and rant hard. 
I'm Christy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom, and is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society, crime, and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious, weird, the better. From books and movies, to television shows and games, we look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's face it there's going to be laughing. <laughs> Killer Fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the, in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Um, So, yeah, I mean, this isn't one I ever really need a sequel to. I mean, it's been almost almost 20 years next month yeah um because yeah june 23rd 2020 will be 20 months at uh, 20 months 20 years sorry uh since that date in 2000 um yeah i wouldn't put this as one of jim carrey's best films i wouldn't put it as one of his worst films i wouldn't put it as i would put it in like you know just just sort of below cable guy roughly in terms of my favorite i don't think this is better than cable guy either because um, i said i remember saying with cable guy a few episodes ago uh, in the season that Cable Guy was sort of maybe slightly towards the bottom of uh, of my sort of favourites list um, in, in terms of Jim Carrey sort of films. I think this is possibly a bit below that, but I don't dislike this film, so uh, it's got that going for it as well, I suppose. Um, yeah, you've got uh, so yeah, Jim Carrey as Cole um, Bailey Gates, uh, Hank Evans, so Charlie and Hank, the dual personalities, uh, Renee Zellweger as Irene um, P. Waters, Waters, sorry, wasn't she, um, I recognised her almost straight away, even though I haven't seen the film, um, wasn't she, uh, oh, um, Bridget, Bridget Jones, the name was like right on the tip of my tongue, wasn't she Bridget, Bridget Jones in those films, I've only ever seen like the covers of those films, I've never actually seen them myself, um, but, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure that's the same actress, because I almost recognise that she looks obviously a bit younger here, because, you know, this is from 20 years ago, people look younger, 20 years ago, unless your name is, um, uh, I can't think of actors' names at the moment, unless your name is, uh, oh, who's the Mission Impossible, oh, Tom Cruise, unless your name's Tom Cruise and you don't age, um, she looks lo- a lot younger here, and, uh, I just sort of recognised her straight away, uh, Robert Forster, of course, played the, uh, the cleaner, 
quote-unquote character in uh, in the Breaking Bad universe. So El Camino, Better Call Saul, and uh, Breaking Bad. He's since uh, he's since actually passed away. So uh, that's 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 very very unfortunate. We talked about that on the. Um, both on the Better Call Saul podcast and on the El Camino podcast that we did this year and uh, last year, because obviously he was in that as well. I think those were his final performances, the El Camino and Break it, uh, Better Call Saul performances. Uh, he's good in this. He's, you know, as far as I can see with him, I've not seen everything he's in, I think. But, um, yeah, as far as I can tell with him, he's never really done a bad job. Um, what's he been in? Uh, Robert Wallace Foster Jr. Foster, sorry, Jr. Uh, was an American actor known for his roles as John Castells in Media Call cool, 1969, um, Captain Dan Holland in The Black Hole 1979, Abdul Rafi in The Delta Force 1986, and Max Cherry in Jackie Brown 1997. I recognise the name Jackie Brown, but I don't recall seeing that before. Um, that role he was nominated for an Academy Award. Doesn't say here if, it's, if he won that, but uh, he's in that as well. Um, should probably talk a little bit about the plot itself. Of course, you've got... Um, what is it? He's with his wife uh, Layla, and she cheats on um, Charlie with um, limo chauffeur, um, chauffeur rather, a, a, a dwarf black man named Shante. I think that's how you say that name. So yeah, this guy Shante um, takes them home. Obviously, he's a limo chauffeur and all that sort of stuff uh, and then he decides to beat up Charlie <laughs> I thought that was that was quite an interesting little scene quite a, f- a funny little interesting scene um, and then almost immediately after um, they catch each other's eyes I guess and then yeah you get three um, triplet black children I suppose I guess they are triplets because they're all yeah because um, twins is obviously two but triplets is when you get three of them in it isn't it um so that happens she basically leaves um and then uh yeah he ends up with um what's her name i just had her name here she he ends up with irene later of course which uh much much better much nicer sort of person for him to be with um and then you see like, around the town like he's telling people to move their cars and stuff and this guy like throws his keys to him and uh there's just eventually this point where uh you sort of you sort of see it from a psychological kind of angle uh it like it zooms in on on charlie's face and then that's when he uh has the personality of hank come out um and his uh i think the police officer at the time that i think it was the one played by robert forster uh colonel um partington partington p-a-r-t-i-n-g-t-o-n partington um, he says to him about like, okay, you should probably have taken a, you should probably have taken like a holiday when your wife left and that sort of stuff. And Charlie's just in denial. And of course, Hank comes out, and um, of course, Hank and Charlie sort of slowly swap over, I suppose, personality-wise as the film goes on. I thought that was an interesting way to um, to actually tell that story. I thought that was uh, that was done pretty well. Um, but uh, yeah, it leads to, of course, what we have uh, later on in the film, and then of course he, you know, has to eventually tell uh, Irene. So that was interesting. I like the way things unfold at the start of this film, but I think it gets just a bit sort of mixed, mixed up and a bit a, a little a little bit all over the place as the film kind of goes on. But overall, I like the film. It's good, um, and I think uh, Jim's Car- Jim Carrey's performance does really helped this film quite a lot i suppose as well um he does a great job as hank and as charlie as well i think the him swapping between those two personalities 
worked really well and Jim was you were able to tell very clearly from Jim's performance which one was which and you know that there was no sort of that 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 that, that part was uh, played really real well from him so uh I thought that was pretty good as well um but um yeah I overall I think this is a good film I think it's one of um Jim's better films necessarily but not necessarily uh you know, top tier kind of performance from him, or not necessarily. Sorry, for the uh, film, not necessarily like a top tier kind of film from him necessarily. I think there's some uh, other ones that he's done better, but um, overall, I think it's a good time. It's one that I'd recommend. It one, it's one that I think does hold up in 2020, uh, 20 years later. Um, just like most of Jim's films do. I mean, the, the comedy, sure, it's a bit outdated and it's not probably very politically correct, but. Uh, you know what is these days what is politically correct these days um but yeah a lot of the stuff that he's done comedy wise isn't really considered politically correct and uh i mean you have you you have people talking about friends that way now um so you can't really do anything about that but um it's one i'd recommend it's a good film it's got some things going for it including jim's performance and some other performances in here as well and um yeah i think it's i think it's a good all right film it's not one that's I think incredible or whatever but uh, I've already sort of explained that as well so um yeah a couple of things from uh, memes that I've seen sorry gifs that I've seen which is when um I think it I basically uh Charlie when he takes off the the patch thing and the, his his uh, son's joke about actually it's not his son's uh his adopted children obviously they start joking about um what's it like okay you, you've got like a bum on your chin or something and uh charlie ends up saying okay here we go kind of thing i've 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 seen that as a uh, as a gift before um i've seen quite a few jim carrey gifts um over the years and uh, a lot of them have been in these films because they're sort of known from a lot of them are from uh some of the films that i've covered in that a lot of the 90s uh jim carrey films some from 2000 such as like grinch and uh me myself and irene and stuff so um yeah, that's pretty much, uh, yeah, there was some other stuff in the film which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, some other stuff that didn't work quite so well, but uh, overall I think it's it's a good time, I guess. So, uh, But what did you all think of me, myself and Irene? Let me know what to, uh, what your thoughts, feelings, questions, comments about uh, me, myself and Irene. Uh, what do you think of Jim's performance here? What do you think of everybody else's performance uh, as well? Uh, let me know, Matthew at EntertainmentTalk.org, Twitter eTalkUK. There's the contact page and information in your show notes. Um, yeah, and that is the end, at least reviews-wise, because there is, of course, the season rankings next week. That's pretty much it, reviews-wise, for uh, Season 4 for Classic Reviews. Thank you all very, very much for joining me for this 10-week journey. Uh, it's been it's been a lot of fun to go back and and watch these uh, Jim Carrey films and all that lot. So uh, I've I've enjoyed that part of the experience. I think that's been that's been good as well. So, uh, but in the meantime, you can find everything on EntertainmentTalk.org. Uh, if you want to support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk, we're on Patreon. Please check out the one dollar and three dollar level tiers for review options and ad free podcast options. Amazon affiliate link, if you're shopping on Amazon, we can get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you extra. iTunes feeds, please rate, review, subscribe to those. Make sure you get subscribed so that you get sent new episodes. Word of mouth, there's two different ways you can do that. Um, free, of course, you can just tell people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds. And also free uh, social media, uh, share them on Facebook and Twitter. And if you can do so, put them in different Facebook groups. Um, video games and streaming, Bex at this time should still be streaming on Twitch uh, almost daily or daily at the moment uh trista bytes b-y-t-e-s go and check her out over there go and f- follow go and subscribe to her over there uh me and david stream on twitch sometimes as well 
and check out me and Robert streaming on Twitch. I stream, uh, I do the FIFA streams on Mixer, so check those out. And also look for Let's Play Sundays. Thank you very, very much for listening to this season. I will be back next week or in a minute uh, for the season rankings once I've decided what those are. At the time of recording, I haven't decided. I've I've got a rough idea, but uh, I'll decide properly in a few minutes what those are going to be. Um, because I will write them down in a bit. But uh, thank you all very, very much for listening to this season. Classic reviews will also return for a fifth season. I've already got ideas of what to do. There's still loads and loads of stuff I could cover for uh, classic reviews. So thank you all very, very much for listening. And I'll see you next week for the season rankings. Goodbye.